Alright, and welcome into another edition of the Jazz Nation Podcast. My name is Daniel. I am the admin of those Jazz Nation pages. You are following online, let's see, through TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Did I say Facebook? Did I say MySpace? Maybe one day YouTube. Who knows? I think there might be a LinkedIn. Anyways, you can find the links for all those places in one simple spot. Go to linktree.com forward slash Jazz Nation News. With me, like he occasionally is, the assistant to the host, his name is Will Wonder. How are you doing tonight, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Ready to talk some some preseason, pre-preseason jazz. Oh, we're hyped. Uh, I feel great. Thank you for uh, you know inviting me back after I missed one time. <laughs> You're welcome. And with us in, in a returning fashion, you know, we, we're, we're coming upon a new season. So that means, you know, there might be new flavors coming along with the podcast, like us actually being on some kind of schedule to be determined on that. But we're bringing in another jazz fan who's been on the podcast before. His name is Kurt. How are you doing today, Kurt? I'm great, and I'm happy to be back. Third, third time. Third, three's a charm. Yeah. Well, people said they love the way your voice sounds, so we, we're <laughs> we're doing it for the audience. So, uh, all you right. Said, well, you said new flavors. What flavor would Kurt be? Uh, hmm. Clear audio. <laughs> <laughs> Ranch butter. dressing. He's butter flavor. All Mayo. right. Well, that's a, that's enough of that weird talk. Um, <laughs> Well, let's just jump into some news because since the last time we did a podcast, guess what? The Jazz made another trade. What? And, uh, yeah. I, it was a trade I don't think any of us really saw coming in the fact that it went to a team none of us really saw coming. And boy, isn't that the Jazz way. The the Jazz <laughs> traded Boyan Bogdanovich, which we did see coming, to the Detroit, Detroit Pistons, which we did not see coming. Yeah. For Kelly Olenek, uh, Sabian Lee, and here's the best part, cash considerations. Boy, that's going to pay off. Um, so what does I cash mean, considerations average? Do you know? I think they rebounds? do at least about two rebounds a game and maybe okay. assists and a half. Yeah. Cool. So let's look over these new jazz players. We got Kelly Olenek, who's on a two year deal. Um, as far as I can see next year, now this is the crazy part. He's guaranteed only $3 million for next season. Mm. So that's going to be bonkers. So I think, uh, you know, everyone's probably freaking out. Why do they do this trade? Well, when you look at these, contracts it kind of makes a little more sense um sabian lee is also on a two-year contract but he's only making now i only say only making because you know in nba talk he's only making one million nine hundred thousand dollars so not too bad on the contracts there and that old cast considerations i think he's on like a six-year deal who knows on that guy um i guess let's go around the table here and get your thoughts on this trade i'll start with you will wonder the non-jazz fan what did you think of this trade uh, I th- I think it's uh, really, really good for Detroit to get some type of veteran presence in there to play with that young core because I think Detroit has a really talented young core. For the Jazz, I think it further helps them with the tank process. Um, and in, by the way, I want to correct you just in case this guy makes a team. It's Sabin Lee. What did I say? Sabian. There's Sabian, no I. No. It's fine, though. Wasn't um, that the company that did Power Rangers? Is that where I got that mixed up? I think we'll have to have to get it on that one, but I don't, I don't think it was Sabian. Uh, I mean, Kelly Olenek's had a long career, right? He, the best numbers he had was when he was with Houston in 2020. Uh, Houston was relatively bad. He played about 31 minutes per game there, got about 19 points, but I don't think you're going to find, I mean, he's going to be a guy that's going to (laughs) play. I don't think, again, I think it just helps Utah further tank. So 
Sorry, Kurt, jazz fans. Kurt, before we get to you, I actually have some trivia I want to throw out here, and I'm going to throw Ooh. this trivia to Kurt since you're up next. Damn it. Here, here, here is the question. And if you don't know on this, then we'll go over to Will Wonder and see if he knows it. The trivia is, do you know what year Kelly Olenek was drafted? And bonus points, do you know which team drafted him and who the GM was of said team? Oh, I feel like you're leading me up to say it was the Boston Celtics because Brother Daniel – um, or whatever we're calling them. Um, 2000 and geez, I don't know, man. 2013. Oh, oh, really you got it. You got it. Out of Gonzaga. 2013. Out of Zaga. Yep. 2013. The 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 top the the draft of all drafts for us Jazz fans. Um, yes, he well technically he was drafted by the Dallas Mavericks, but he was traded to the Boston Celtics that night. So yes, he does have familiarity. Did I say that right? Familiarity with Mr. Close Danny enough. Ainge. He actually has familiarity with Danny Ainge and also going through a tank because at that time, the Celtics were actually going through a rebuild themselves. So he kind of did that, although their coach at that time wasn't really having it, and they kind of just kept winning anyway. So, and, uh, yeah. But here's some fun stats about that 2013 draft. Uh, the Utah Jazz were actually very high on Kelly during that whole draft process. They were really they were. wanting him. Of course. Don't, don't pull that card. Um <laughs> <laughs> Kelly was drafted 13th overall. The Utah Jazz had the 14th pick. Now, just think if, if he had slipped to the Jazz, how crazy that could have been, because maybe that changed history of the Jazz because the Jazz ended up with their draft pick, trading it to, does anybody know? Uh, Detroit. Nope. Kurt? Uh, oh, wait, wait. Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, yep. yes, it was part of the was. Minnesota Shabazz. package for Mr. Trey Burke, who, by the way, just got traded again tonight. Um, <laughs> shout out to Trey. Wait, also, he got traded tonight? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah, bad. Just barely. Yep, yep, yep. Now, here's another trivia, and I'll give this one to you, Mr. Will Wonder. Do you by okay. chance know, so we just talked about the 13th pick for Kelly, the 14th pick for the Jazz. Do you by chance know who the 15th pick was? I sure do because uh, my my boy Kurt uh, texted me yesterday, I believe, or today, uh, with how disgusted he was in this. That would have been the one and only Giannis Antetokounmpo, That's the right. Greek yep. freak. What a crazy draft. And also, of course, that draft was also the Jazz getting Rudy Gobert at the 27th pick and, of course, the almighty Raul Neto with the 47th pick. So I'm Ooh. just saying the 2013 draft was heavy. Well, except that number one overall pick. God knows what happened to more Anthony Bennett, what he's doing. Mm. Um, Kurt, your thoughts on the boy on trade as a jazz fan? What were you thinking with it? Um, first of all, do you think this is going back to Danny Ainge trading for Kelly Olenek? Do you think he did the crease sweep the leg, like talk to him <laughs> with, um, what's his face, Doug? Shoulder. From, uh, shoulder. On the heat, on the heat. What's his face? Gosh. Or on the calves. White oh. guy that can shoot. Uh, he ripped his shoulder out of his socket. Kevin yep. Love? Yes, Kevin Love. Yeah, you think he had a sweep the leg moment with when he said <laughs> rip his arm out of his socket, <laughs> Kelly, in the playoffs? Cost them another. He could have. Um, sorry, no. As a Jazz fan, I think we were, at least me, I was getting happy years for picks, and I thought a pick would be coming back anyway, whether it was protected or not. Um, so you get rid of a 20-point-per-game scorer, and you get back – you know what it is, what it is type situation. Again, I think Detroit probably got the best out of this for the win now. But if we're trying to suck for Vic or whatever we're trying to do right now, then you know you always tweet it out, Daniel. Eyes on the prize, right? So yeah, 
That's true. Um, so as far as, you know, after trades always happen, you start hearing reports of things and such. So after the trade happened, apparently the Jazz did receive some offers that include draft picks, but they would have had take back some contracts that were much more longer, you know, sticking around dudes for like three to four years. And they just didn't want to deal with that. I also, the Phoenix Suns w- wanted to do a deal, but they wanted Vanderbilt as part of the deal. And the Jazz said, uh, hell mm-hmm. no. So, you know, I think well, Phoenix I think that- is a whole interesting thing right now. Anyway, like, like yeah. the, the eight and stuff going on in their their media day it's been a circus so mm-hmm. i'm curious to see how that pans out as far as you know i mean we'll just kind of wrap this up because this is kind of old news at this point but it, as a jazz fan on my point of view at first i was very confused by it you know like we all were why wasn't there a draft pick but now that i've heard and it does make total sense you know we don't want to bring anyone back that's going to sit on our roster for three to four years and be a bum with us like it's just not worth it you know, both these guys, Kelly's fine for the, he'll be on the team this year. Who knows when it's next year. And we'll talk about the roster later with Mr. Lee, if he even sticks around, but you know, it is what it is. Um, I don't know. Anything else you wanted to add on? Will wonder, you seem to be shaking your head there on this whole topic. No, it's just, like I said, they're just, they're just trying to tank and tank and tank a tank. That's what this is. <laughs> what do you guys think there was really a deal with LA to get like send Mike and Bogey over to bring Westbrook's contract over to us? Was that like real smoke at that fire or was it just the stuff we were throwing out? I would think there were, I mean, I think I also saw, I can't remember who said it, but there was legit talks going on, but LA was holding fast and furious on those two picks. And I guess the only way they were going to give up the two picks is if they got Donovan Mitchell back. And the Jazz was just like, no, we're not giving you, like, I think, as crazy as this sounds, I think Ryan Smith, him being an old school Jazz fan, probably still has some kind of hate toward the Lakers. Does that make sense? Like, no, we're not going to give you our best player for, no. Nothing. So, you know, because if you think about it, everyone we've traded has gone, well, I guess Rudy didn't, but I mean, like, Boyan went out east. Donovan went out east. I mean, Rudy, I mean, of course they did that trade just because all the crap they got for him is mm-hmm. worth it. But yeah, it is what it is. All right, let's move on to our next topic, which was Jazz Media Day was this past Monday. Ah, oh, it's so exciting. I love Jazz Media. You know, it's just like the, it's like, you know, when you can tell Christmas is just about here and you're just like, ah, it's so close. I can feel it. I'm so excited. Yeah. I, I, that's, I know I'm a little hardcore, but anyway. <laughs> Um, I watched all the videos. I was watching all the interviews. I'm assuming our non-jazz fan, Mr. Will Wonder, did you watch any of the interviews by chance? Or I didn't. I didn't even watch my own team's media day, if I'm going to be honest. Wow. But I, uh, I did follow, you know, since we've started this podcast, I, I follow a lot of the beat writers uh, for the jazz. So I got a, a pretty good summary of what was said. But no, I didn't watch it. Son of a, he didn't do his homework, of course. Well, I just want to throw this out to both of you. And I guess we'll go to Kurt first because he maybe have watched some of it. Um, did you watch any of the interviews first off? And if so, did any of the players maybe grab your attention with what they said? Did any of the players make you a bigger fan with what they said? Then Mr. Will wonder was any of the tweets that you saw about the media day make you inspired at all? Kurt, I'll go to you first. Yeah. I'm getting in on the Colin Sexton stuff now. Um, saying stuff that we want to hear, right? I feel like this guy, he says he has heart, the heart of a lion, the mentality of a bull, and the body of a dog, you know, we're getting dogs on the roster. I think he's some sort of mythical creature at this point. Um, I'm excited about him. I like the whole idea that they have this secret number of assists they want him to get a game. Um, him and Will Hardy, that's exciting. Um, but I'm paying, I'm paying more attention to like Will Hardy more than the players and like who's going to be running the team and the organization. What Zanuck had to say. Um, I know they're 
saying, and I hope they're lying, that they're wanting to make the playoffs this year, and they think they can make the play. I think they're just saying all that stuff to say what they need to say. But um, for the one player that was sticking out that I was like watching his game, and I wasn't like Colin Sexton's a good player, don't get me wrong, but watching his game and like what I thought we were getting back compared to the personality and the type of player and person he seems to be, I'm excited for Colin for sure. Uh, Mr. Will Wonder, I'll go to you. Uh, the things you read, anything <laughs> stick out to you by chance? Um, well, I don't want to take any of your shine, so I'll skip over what I was going to say. But the uh, speaking on Colin Sexton, he did seem uh, I did see some stuff on Instagram, different reels and such, where he goes around interviewing the other players about their shoes, and that that seemed fun. A lot, some of you know, it was kind of funny because it uh, it felt like they were just some of them were just meeting each other right there, so it was a little awkward. My guy Walker Kessler was like, "Hi, I'm Walker. <laughs> what are you wearing? Yeezys." <laughs> So I think at some point, maybe the, the camaraderie and the chemistry will make its way there. But you could tell in that video, it was like these dudes just met each other, like really started hanging out like For two sure. days ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, I, you know, I'm trying to get more onto the TikTok because all the kids love TikTok, right? So as a social media person, I got to be in with the kids and all their <laughs> hippity hoppy things. But I, I've noticed that Collins, he's pretty big on the TikTok. So I think he... I think he's probably going to be one of those players this year with the social media team, with the jazz that are going to kind of connect. Like he's probably going to be like, yeah, I'm down to do some behind this. Like he did with the shoe thing there and stuff where it used to be Clarkson and Clarkson was more like, all right, I'll, I'll do it if you want me to. I mean, I don't really know how to record this stuff, but if you're going to record it, I'll do it. You know what I mean? We're, we're Colin's probably like, yeah, I know how to do that. Let's do it. <laughs> you don't think Jordan, you don't think Jordan Clarkson knows how to use I know that Jordan Clarkson has dudes with him recording <laughs> videos for him and stuff. So, okay. I mean, he's down to do it, but he ain't doing it himself. So, um, shout out to you, Clarkson. We're, oh, speaking of Clarkson, I'll just throw this out there. Tony Jones this week was on the radio and said something very interesting that caught a lot of, caught me off guard saying that Clarkson actually, he, this is again, Tony Jones, just a reporter saying this, that he thinks the Jazz are actually going to extend him wow. before they actually trade him. And I was like, oh. I was like, well, that. And it was just the point of view that made total sense that the Jazz need to keep somebody that actually wants to be here. It's still kind of a quote unquote face of the franchise, sell some jerseys, you know, and it makes sense. And, but then I was like, now didn't they just give him a new contract? How much more are you going to extend him for? But, um, so I guess, but then again, anything we've heard from media folks and like the last little bit involving the Jazz has been in one year and just like, wait, <laughs> I thought we were building around Donovan. So who the hell knows yeah. that? So, uh, He's it's interesting though, because he's almost he, well. He is thirty years old, and you think like our window to be good again is probably three years before we're like you know trying for yeah. home court in the playoffs, right? So, thirty-three year old Jordan Clarkson, what's that going to look like? Does that or really just a, fit our window? Just the playoffs in general. I, yeah. I mean, honestly, like I really just feel like they just need him here this season, just to, like sell some jerseys and stuff. Yeah. Like right now, he, I it's funny. I went to uh, where did I go? Fans or lids or whatever in the mall. And, they, the only jersey they have out right now is a Clarkson jersey, and it's the bright yellow one, and it looks terrible just because it's the bright yellow <laughs> one, but it's a Clarkson jersey. Like, I'm sure mm. they got Rudy and Donovan jerseys in, and they just were like, nope, got to return those. Send those back to, you know, wherever for free. We can't sell those. <laughs> um, man, I went way off topic. <laughs> we were supposed to be talking about Jazz Media Day. So my Jazz <laughs> Media Day notes here. And uh, my guy that I fell in love with was Malik Beasley. Um, like I said, I watched all the videos, and – the first thing I noticed when he walked in, he was like, most of the players seemed like they have not ever done. I know we got a lot of young players. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we'll edit that. that out. Audio that out. <laughs> Anyways, um, 
God, I lost my train of thought now. Oh, Malik Beasley. So Beasley. He, walks, he walks in and he goes, hey, how's everyone doing? Like he just, you know, he makes sure he's saying hi to all the reporters there. I was like, that's a nice guy. And then he just seemed very confident in his answers. He was, and he didn't hold back. Like he even, he didn't go into full details, but he says, you know, about my past and things like that. And he even said he wants to win the community assist award and he wants to do things for the local community and things like that. I don't remember who I said it about, but like whoever his PR team is should get like a raise. Like he won fans that day by being just, he wasn't holding back and you just got the feeling he's going to be that guy this year that the reporters are going to love talking to. Um, and even today we talked today after training camp today, he, they asked him who's the best shooter. And he's like, Oh yeah, it's me. Duh. <laughs> of course. hundred <laughs> percent. So you can just tell he's like a cool dude. It's and uh, yeah, I think he's going to be a fan favorite this year. Another weird thing that came out of jazz media day was when coach uh, Will Hardy was up there. Apparently there's a new slogan for the jazz this year. Team 49. I, kind of lame. Not when, into I that. when I heard it, I was like, what, what the hell does that mean? I was like, does that mean yeah. you have 49 players on the roster? I'm it's confused. close. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> uh, as the non jazz fan, will wonder, do you know what team 49 stands for? I have no idea what the hell that means. Nope. You want to give us an educated guess by chance? It's not the players. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I figured that team 49, um, 49 assists per game Ooh. for the team. They do want to do a lot of assists, but no, that's not it. Curtin, okay, you know, I don't know. What is it? It's our 49th team? It, yeah, is it's the it 49th is? season as the Jazz. So they're right. going oh. into their 40, including the New Orleans Jazz. So I was just I'm like... I feel like they're a year early for something to celebrate, right? Like, I was just yeah. Like, 50s a little bit more. I just felt like maybe the PR team for the Jazz that year was like, Coach, okay, we came up with something new. He's like, okay. Team 49. He's like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's our 49th team. Okay, we need okay. you to hype it. And he's like, how do I hype that? Yeah. Good luck. Get out there. They're yeah. waiting for you, coach. <laughs> Go get him, killer. <laughs> so it's just like, just be ready for that this year. I don't know if they're getting ready to take, take note, and that's going to be the new thing. But if it is, it's not going to work out. Oh, can just, you imagine? That is, take note is just the perfect hashtag. doesn't take yeah. up a ton of characters. It makes yeah, sense to the team. has a nice play on words. I mean, they're but changing I want everything else. Hashtag right? Team 49. Maybe we're like 49 points per game. Cut it off. Yeah, Stop that... scoring at 49. Yeah. Well, <laughs> media day's now over. Training camp's in, underway right now, and that means preseason's almost here. It Ooh. gets underway this Sunday. Uh, here, we'll wonder. I'll throw this out to you as another trivia. Do you okay. know who the Jazz are playing in their first preseason game and where they're playing? They Don't would drink. be playing the Toronto Raptors in Kilimazoo, Michigan. <laughs> That's close. Well, kind of, I guess. No, they're playing part of the Canada preseason something in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. So oh. they're playing the Raptors. Uh, this Sunday, October 2nd at 2 p.m. It's a 2 p.m. tip-off, so have that set. You know, whatever those second NFL games, they're going on hold for this game. This is way more important. Oh, yeah. Because this is our first chance to see what this team's going to be. I mean, it's... It's going to be so weird. First off, it's going to be weird to look at the bench and see like a bunch of dudes and then like six other guys having to sit on the floor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not room for them. Um, I'll just go over the whole preseason schedule here. So like I said, the first one Sunday against Toronto. Then they go down to Portland on Tuesday. And then the final two preseason games are here at home. Tuesday, October 11th against the Spurs. And then the, reven the revenge game, Friday, October 14th against the Dallas Mavericks. 
Oh. Um, okay, of course, you know, I'm all into preseason games because I'm too hardcore and I'm way excited about the new yeah. team and seeing all this. Kurt, as the other fan here, I know, Will Wonder, you could give a crap about this. You're just like, whatever. Kurt, as another Jazz fan, are you excited at all of these games? Are you going to watch? Oh, by the way, another thing, all preseason games will be on TV. Um, they're all televised. I know we used to have to worry about that. It doesn't seem like we have to worry about that anymore, but still got to make that announcement. Kurt, are you um, excited for preseason? Well, first of all, I think our owner, Ryan Smith, here is playing chess, not checkers, taking that big Salt Lake market up into Edmonton and trying to steal some of that market. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I think I'm excited for the reason why you are too, Daniel. It's just like there's a lot of obviously like complete overhaul, and there's a lot of young players that are, feel like they're on the bubble of this team as well. Like I want to see what they can do. I'm really excited about Walker Kessler. I'm really excited about Ochai. I'm really excited about, you know, the the youth that we have around this. Um and I'm I'm gonna obviously try and tune in as much. Is there a game in the NBA that's like the third NFL season where it's like the dress rehearsal, or is it just kind of all over the place? Where it's I not really. Yeah, right? I I feel like they just yeah yeah because yeah. I don't think you're gonna get like real like star players playing a ton of minutes yeah. in the preseason. I think it's just yeah that's well. I think anyway, like the thing I'm looking for. Like what I'm expecting out of this team, obviously, isn't to win a ton of games, but it's the stuff that's been iterated by um, Will Hardy and and Zanuck and Brother Daniel is like <laughs> gonna call him Danny. Um, <laughs> you're messing me up when you yeah you're messing me up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I think what I want to see is a team that is trying to compete and play for each other. I'm going to be like Mr. Body Language Decipher, trying to see what's going on, how they're reacting to each other. I'm going to be watching the bench mob as much as I'm going to be watching the players out there, how they react to big plays, yada, yada. Um, who's going to be a leader? Um, is Mike Conley going to put his arm around um, some younger guys, coach them up a little bit? That's the stuff I'm looking for in the preseason, more even so than just like the games themselves. All right, non-Jazz fan will wonder. I mean, I, I gave you some crap there, but are you actually going to pay attention to some Jazz preseason games? Oh, yeah, I will because we do this uh, show. But if it wasn't for this, I pro—I mean, I don't even watch Orlando preseason games, if I'm going to be honest with you. I watch uh, the Summer League stuff, but preseason not too much. What I'm interested to see is there's, and you know, and I think I said this uh, previously, there's about, um, uh, out of the roster, I think there's like 10 wings uh shooting guards small forwards on this team so someone's got to go so i'm i'm just wondering how they're going to figure that out if they're really going to take preseason and just be like okay get after it and then if you you know obviously there's going to be guys with bigger contracts that they're not just going to let go but it's going to be interesting to see how hard these guys play if if they want to be on a team because i mean if they get cut but here they go to san antonio maybe i don't know there's not a lot of other teams out there that uh, not to be rude by any means, but that need the talent that might be cut by the Utah Jazz. Man, this is why they call you a professional podcaster. What a segue, because you just got a segue into our final topic. <laughs> I know, that's why I did it. <laughs> Let's talk about the roster, because boy, is it a roster. Um, <laughs> right now, as we're speaking, the Utah Jazz have 20 players on the roster. 20. Um, and technic- I mean... Technically, if you want to, they actually have 21, but one guy is not officially signed 21, yet. Um, 21, 21. Who's the so one we, guy who's not signed? So as of right now, we only have one player under contract on a two-way contract. That would be Johnny. But Johnny actually, Giuseppe. there's another guy. Oh, man, I feel bad that I don't know his name right now. But they, I think that says it all. They, they, they got another guy in town. I mean, he's in town. He's actually practicing with him, I think. 
what is his name? Hold on. Nash it's not Bird. it's not Zeller, right? Like Zeller's no, on a he's on a camp uh, contract. But there's another guy that's gonna be on what a two. What the hell does that mean? So anyway, so <laughs> okay. we have twenty players under contract right now. Johnny's the only two way, but there's really another one. Like we said, Cody Zeller is on a camp deal, so he's basically signed for training camp. And yeah. then, you know, if they want to keep him, they're gonna have to sign him to an actual contract. Um so gotcha. this brings us to the question. The Jazz have to cut down the roster to, from what I can do on my research, to 15 players, and then they're allowed two two-way players. So yep. Johnny doesn't really count. Um, here's what I've done. These are the players that I consider 100% they're on the roster. You tell me if you guys don't agree with this. Okay. I uh, goes Kessler, Rookie of the Year, Simone Fanchico, <laughs> Clarkson, Sexton, Beasley, V8, by the way, that's his nickname. I'm starting that right now. Just so Who'd you, know, you V8. say? V8. V8. Who's come on? If you don't Vanderbilt. know, V8. thank you. That's My his God, nickname. V8. That's. It. Can you understand why it's his nickname? Yeah, I get it. But go ahead. It's fine. <laughs> Balmero, Conley, Kelly, Laurie. By the way, I also love that we have a Kelly on the team and a Laurie. <laughs> <those two. laughs> um, I want to make sure I'm getting this right. Abaji. No. Did I say it? Yeah. Yeah, Abaji. Yep. Abaji. Abaji. Nah, nah, I think he's on there. Nah. Horton Do you? Tuck, Horton Tucker. So that gets us to 13 players. And I'm saying that based on, you probably don't know this, but they came out yesterday, the, the coach, and he was like, I'm very impressed with him. Now, again, they could just be blowing that out there because they're trying to trade him. Who the hell knows? But yeah. there's been a lot of hype with him apparently right now in training camp. Here are the players that I think are on the bubble not to make the roster. Uh, as we said earlier, Stevon Lee. Saban. Saban. <laughs> uh, Doke, Stanley Johnson, Jared Butler, and Rudy Gay. Now, the thing with Rudy Gay that kind of makes wow. it hard here is that he is on a he has a player option on his contract next year, so it does make him kind of hard to cut release, but they can do it. It might cost them a little more, but it's possible. So my question is to you guys, do you agree? First off, do you agree with those 13 players that I say are 100 percent on the team? I uh I do. I think Alexander Walker is the only one I would question. Okay. Uh, and then with your okay, go ahead, Kurt. Any of those on the of the thirteen you don't think? Um. Yeah, I'm with I'm with Will thinking that Nah might be on, on the, the bubble, bubble a little bit more than you think. But then so are you saying probably switching long. with Rudy Gay? Then would that be your switcheroo on the Rudy Gay's 100 percent on? Yeah, I, I thought, but I thought Butler would be on. Well. I, mean, I don't know about Butler, man. I think he's I think it's one point five mil, like, and he's still young. He's he didn't even. I mean, okay. I, All right, and they're going to be moving Conley at right, some point. Okay, so. let's get on to the players that we can agree on for sure. Do you, like Lee, do you think Lee actually makes the team? Yes or no? No. Mm-mm. So he's Mm-mm. gone. Now, okay. I said Stanley Johnson. Do you think he actually makes the team or is he cut? <sighs> I yeah, again, I, we're God. at thirteen right now. Yeah, it's hard. Um, so honestly, I, I honestly it should probably uh, just be fourteen because they're not going to be able to unless they want to pay up for Rudy Gay. He's he's on the roster, so really that's fourteen there. So I mean, if means, I'm the Jazz, I'm not keeping Stanley Johnson. So but that's just that me. Unless he blows out in training camp, like does crazy, blows it out of the park, right? Yeah, I think he's out. Think he's out. Okay, now I had Doke on here, Udoka. Um. Do you think there's a chance he gets cut or released or traded or something? I think they're keeping him at least, I mean, another year. 
So you you would rather say keep him instead of just giving like say they need another big and they could just keep Zeller or something or maybe they bring back Whiteside. I mean he's still a free agent. I mean I think Doak. I think the thing with Doak is he hasn't had a uh, a showing really or a chance to really do what he would ca- show what he can do in the NBA. Everyone mm-hmm. knows what Cody Zeller is, you know. Yeah. So if I'm the Jazz, I'm I'm saying yeah I'm keeping Doak, I'll probably move on or just let Zeller just go. And then if you keep that relationship, you always see players come back. So who knows mm-hmm. if they need them. But yeah, I would I would say Doak stays. I think Doak's attachment, like roommates with Ochai, like there's that there. They want to give him maybe one more chance to see if he can stay healthy, lose some weight. And he just makes more sense for the youth movement than keeping Cody Zeller. You have We traded for Kelly. We have Kelly now for the older veteran at center. We got to keep Cody or Doak to to back him up essentially, and I think they're going to stick with their homegrown guy. So you realize now we're stuck in a problem then, because if you that means you're at 15 players on the roster just there, and that means we haven't even gotten to the guy that you guys were like whoa about, and that's Jared Butler. Um, that's why I put Jared Butler on there. Like, I let's be well, honest, I think I, Butler I mean, might be out. Well, wonder you watched him at summer league and stuff, and he's been on the team. I mean, yes, he's still young, but he's been on the team for a couple seasons now. He's had the chance. I understand we have a new head coach, but those assistants have been there and seen him. They know what he is at this point. I, I, my gut feeling says unless he balls out hard in training camp or or in preseason, this might be the time they just finally say, "Dude, I'm sorry, but peace out." I don't know. Am I wrong? Um, here's the thing. I mean, for all intents and purposes, we think that they're moving Mike Conley, right? All right. Okay. So I don't think they're going to be able to do that till at least trade deadline. Unless, unless, and now, now we all know Chicago's in kind of a bundle right now. Oh, Chicago's just, in a world of hurt. But I just don't know what they can really, if they're really going to, I feel like they're going to wait till later to see how their current roster rolls. Like what, what why roll with it now? You know, give it a second. Yeah. Time. And why are we so confident in Balmaro? I just think his contract is something they like. I mean, he's really young. He's only, this is only his second year in the league. He had a yeah. pretty good summer <laughs> with his national team. Um, I mean, I just, if you look at him and Butler, also, if you want to tank, why not just roll with that kind of thing? Him and Butler, Butler's making about seven hundred thousand less. They're the same age, and I mean, this this is this would be Butler's. Wouldn't this be Butler's second year? Third, I'm pretty sure. Third, Third. okay. Well, well, I'm still a, a Jared Butler believer. I got, I'm yeah. keeping keeping all my stock. I think I think just from a jazz point, like me as a hardcore jazz fan point of view, I've been so let down by him. Like that in the summer league performances, it's like that's summer league. You, that should be your time to just this is like especially this summer. It was his second time in it. He should he even said, "I want to be out here proven," and it just felt like he didn't really lead them as like yeah, he had a lot of points and stuff like that, and his stats probably looked fine. But as far as an actual leader for them, I wasn't feeling it. I. Kurt, you're the other jazz man here. Am I am I talking crazy or, am I, or you well, understand what I'm saying? The weird here? thing for me about Butler, he's listed 6'3", 195. He looks like he's 5'11", a buck 60 out there. He looks tiny on the court. I don't understand it, but is this 15 people we're talking about right now? Is this with not on there or off there? So I had be- him I had him on there. And again, I'm basing this apparently through training camp. He's the guy when I'm when I'm saying right now, like someone's got to show out to training camp to make the roster. Apparently he's mm-hmm. in the lead of doing that right now. Mm. 
If well, yeah. I mean, if you're asking me, cut Doke's ass, and we'll just keep. We'll have Vanderbilt <laughs> play the backup. He's just a waste of space, in my opinion, at this point. But I think who they're going to keep, I think they'll keep Doke. And I think maybe the two bubble players are the two we're talking about right now, Jared Butler and Nah. And who wins out of those two? For me personally, I'd keep Nah over Butler, I think. You, uh, so this is his second season. You guys are tripping because I, I kept saying, no, this is his second. Yeah, last year was his rookie year. Oh. Well, sorry. <clears throat> so, yeah, well, then it feels a, like it's going to be his third season. Sorry. Because that, that's, <laughs> that's what I was uh, I don't thinking know. because he just kind of sat on the bench because I, I thought the way that they got him in the draft was so smart because they traded back because there was those worries about his uh, – I don't remember what it was. He had, they had some kind of worries about it. Was it a heart thing? I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, look what he did. He, was, he played eight minutes a game last year, and that was a team where he didn't have a spot behind Conley, behind Clarkson, behind uh, Donovan. You know, I, I, I think you got to roll with him. I mean – Okay, then where are you at with this? So then you're putting Butler in there, and are you saying no to you're not? Nah. I'd probably move on from from Alexander Walker, or I mean, again, Balmaro. Like, nah, yeah, <laughs> you don't need him. I mean, look look at this roster. If we're talking about wings, we're talking about two guards and small forwards. Alexander Walker, Beasley, Balmaro. I mean, they have Jared Butler at a two, but he's he's not. Uh, Taylor Horton Tucker. Uh, you still have Colin Sexton who's going to take the ball up quite a bit, uh, Clarkson. So it's like, and if they keep Rudy Gay, when is Balmaro even going to play? Well, I mean, he could just be that <laughs> bench guy that just looks good on the bench for him. And your I boy, your boy I, I didn't even say his name because I, oh, I can't. Chico. Yeah. So he's making, don't matter. He's on a contract. He's playing. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like when is Balmaro going to play with all those other guys there? Um, and and when they decide to move Conley, they're going to need another guard. They're not keeping Saban Lee. So here's the other thing about Doak that I have him that on the He's hurt right now. He's still injured. Who yeah. knows when he's going to be playing? So, like, I, I know this sounds rude and all, but, like, we're in a we're in a league where it's cutthroat, baby. I mean, I'm not saying if he's not able to play right now, why don't you just say, dude, we're cutting you and no one picks you up. When you get healthy, we might bring you back, but I don't know. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just... I think I think it depends on what they would have to pay Zeller because, I mean, they have Olenek that's, who's probably going to play the five uh, more than likely. They still have Walker. I obviously have Walker Kessler. So so let's do, do this they... now. So we've, we've kind of messed around with that. I, we didn't really all agree on that, but I think we, seem, we all agree kind of that it sounds like Stanley Johnson unless he balls out. In preseason, he's probably out. Yeah, six six power forward. Lee's not named Draymond Green doesn't make sense. Lee's probably out. Um, Rudy Gay is a tough one. I mean, unless they really want to pay to buy him out, I, there's definitely unless he's unless he's involved as part of a trade too. No one's just trading for him. Um, and then Jared Butler, Nah, and possibly Balmero are the guys that we're kind of saying is on the bubble, I guess, and maybe Doke. That agreement kind of there, I guess, to yeah. be determined. All yeah. right. Well, let's move on to the final topic of that. And let's, uh, it's kind of a fun topic right now on Jazz Twitter. Who do we think the starting five is and who's going to be the first one off the bench? Um, I will go Sheesh. to you, Kurt, the other Jazz fan here. Who do you think? Mm. Now, I'll, I'll, I'm going to preface this that this is based on the the team we have now and who we think is going to be on the team and go from there. Like this, you know, obviously we're saying Conley's on the team, Clarkson, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, go from there. Who's your starting five, and then who's your six man? So I'm starting, like, right now, what I think is going to be Mike and combo guard with Sexton. Marking in at the three, 
Vanderbilt at the four and Olenek at the five. Okay, and then your mm. sixth man is what, Clarkson, I'm assuming? Yeah, Clarkson and then Beasley right behind him. All right, non-jazz fan Will Wonder, what do you think over there? <sighs> Anything you change up in his starting lineup? So is this what I think they're going to do or what I would do? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, we can go, okay, you can give us both. Like, if, if what do you think they're going to do at the start of the regular season with their starting lineup? So I think at the beginning, I think Kurt is probably pretty close. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm willing to bet though that they do Markinen at the four, Olenek at the five, Vanderbilt comes off the bench and they have uh, Malik Beasley at the three, even though he's a little bit smaller. What I would do, and then, you know, obviously having uh, Conley and Sexton, I, I wouldn't have Conley and Sexton on there at the same time. So if I'm doing it, I'm going to put Colin Sexton uh, at point guard center. I mean, I guess you go Kelly Olenek at the four, Laurie Markinen. Uh, then, then I would put Beasley at the three and then at the two, I think you, I think you just go, you just go Clarkson. Like I know he's come off the bench all these years and was a great sixth man, but you got to have somebody in there that's just ready to just jump or flame on. (laughs) You want this to be the JC All-Star year, right? We need someone, you know, everyone's freaking out. We got to have someone on the All-Star that's from the Jazz. So, yeah, you know, we're just going to show off Clarkson for that. And I think um, it'd be fun to have him and Sexton. I, I, I joked before that nobody else is touching the ball, but the ball movement could be very, very fun to see. And all those guys, you know, for what it's worth, those bigs can spread the floor. So mm-hmm. it, it could be interesting. So I'm going to agree with Kurt on his starting five, and I'm just going to give a little reasoning behind that in that I think they're going to start Conley do I think they should start Conley? Eh. But they're going to start Conley because, again, they want to try and show him off. He's still probably their number one trying to trade guy, so you got to put him out there and let him play. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's where it is. And then, obviously, Clarkson comes as your first one off the bench. Now, I'm going to go with, like, what you said there, Mr. Will Wonder. My fantasy starting five, of course, is not what you got – is nowhere possible, but why the hell not throw it out there. We go Sexton at the point guard, Beasley at the two, Rookie of the year, Simone Fajico at the well, he's too big now. He can't, yeah, he'd play the three. He'd play the three, yeah, he Mm -hmm. goes three. And then we go Kelly at the five, and V8 is just wait, no, what did I just say? No, no, I go Laurie at the starting power forward, and then Kelly, hey, no, V8. Okay, let's start this over. I'm mixing myself. Wow, rewind. Okay, point guard is Sexton, shooting guards, Beasley. Small forward is rookie of the year. Power forward is V8 or Laurie, either or. And that's the steals two. I don't care. Those two are there. And then uh, the sixth guard, uh, sixth person off the bench will be Balmaro. Balmaro? What the hell? (laughs) Again, it's it's something that's not going to happen. Okay. That would get us the first pick. Yeah. Well, again, just remember, rookie of the year. Write it down. I'm just, uh, I'm just excited for to to you know for all the jazz games that I'm gonna have to watch. I'm excited <laughs> to see what uh, Abaji does. Yeah, me I, too. I really am, and I'm excited for Jared Butler to have his uh, great season, and then he's never gonna come on the show because you know all you did I, was talk shit about him. We should do a bet right now. We should just do a a, a bet like twenty dollar bet. Who has a better rookie season? Obviously, you're going to say it's Abaji. I'm, of course, going to no, say fun, it's fun, fun. Fun. He may. He may. Your boy may. I don't know. Now, what if we're he, both he looks wrong great. And in... What if we're both wrong and it's Walker? What if he blows Oh, Walker's my guy, dude. I'll, I'll right. write down Walker. He's got 
smooth shot, great around the rim. He's already better offensively than Rudy. So yeah. it just hit me. Everyone's freaking out about the Jazz, you know, not having someone on the All Star game. We might have like four players on the rookie team. Yeah, Johnny, Simone. It's crazy. We're gonna be <laughs> well represented, just not maybe in the All Star game. It's fine. Yeah. Well, why can't those guys be All Stars? Walker Kessler's gonna be an All Star. I understand. Yeah. yeah. Write it down right now. We folks. have THT now. Apparently, if this was four years ago, everyone. Oh my God! I forgot. As a starter for on the West. Jeez. Well, um, I mean, I I couldn't find an exact date they have to make these roster changes by, but the season starts by October nineteenth, so obviously it has to be done exactly before then. Um, so. We're going to do some do, doing some more podcasts before then. So we'll see how our picks of who's on the roster or not goes out. Um, I'm, I'm very excited. Jazz basketball is back. Um, preseason starts this weekend. We're in full effect. Um, the guy oh. that's making noises right there is scratching his nose. He's an Orlando magic fan, but he doesn't watch his team. It's fine. I thought um, I muted myself. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's all good. So um, I'm also going to throw this out there to people listening. What day, because like I said, we need to kind of get back on a schedule with these podcasts. Last year during the season, we kind of record a lot during Sundays. We've got that on the table, probably doing on Sundays. Uh, if you're listening, though, let me know. What day would you prefer we drop podcasts? Um, I don't know how you can let me know. Let me know on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. But uh, if there's a preferred date, let me know, and maybe we will listen to into that. Um, I guess before we wrap this up today, any other jazz topics or maybe NBA topics you would like to talk about? Will wonder, are you excited uh, for your magic? How the, how are they looking? Yep. Yep. I'm excited for them to eighth to ninth in the East this year. Uh, pretty hyped about that. Maybe slide in the seven, but that's, that's uh, probably not going to happen, but yeah, no, I think they're going to be fine. On a serious topic, is it hard to be a fan of a team like the Magic who every year it's just like, hey, we might be eighth or seventh? Well, you guys you are know? about to find out. Well, okay, we're doing it on purpose right now, though. Hell yeah. You know, this is on purpose. <laughs> obviously, you know, your, team's, your team's been in the lottery forever and ever, it feels like. I'm just saying, I hate no, to say we, they, we made they the playoffs two years ago. Recently than, they, they were in the finals more recently than us. So Exactly. If we're going to go there, I talk about how, how, how the Magic have been in the finals post-puberty for me. And you can't say the same thing about, about okay. your Jazz. And when's the last time you bought a Magic jersey again that's not a throwback? When's the last time you bought a jersey of a jazz player that's still here? Uh, well, that's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why, oh, Clarkson. My I have a Clarkson jersey. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kurt, anything else that you had on your mind you'd like to chat about before we hang it up for this podcast? No, just just watch the bench mob. That's what I'm excited for. Some some exciting young messy basketball, but it sounds like <laughs> it's going to be more a lot more fast paced. Um, just excited to see it. And are are you on board with my nickname for V8? Is that a good nickname? Oh, I'm all in on V8. I don't know why oh Doug's hating God. right now. Well, he was just so confused. Especially when he splashes V8 splash when he starts hitting oh. threes. Are you kidding? Oh, my God. Good. What if we in the crowd just start throwing it around? Ah, it's <laughs> Spraying it. Like we just want we all get kicked out. All right. Well, let's start getting into the plugs here. Mr. God. Will Wonder, can you tell everyone where to find you, please? Yep. On Twitter at DJ Will Wonder, on Instagram at The Will Wonder Pod. Uh, guess what? You know what month we're rolling into? Yes, you do, because your birthday's in it. Happy early birthday, my friend. Uh, October. I do 31 days of Halloween in October on The Will Wonder Pod. This year, a podcast a day. Yeah, that's happening. So make sure you tune in the Will Wonder Pod on all major platforms. Subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Jazz Nation. 
That's yeah. it. <laughs> That's it. No more. I mean, you were sitting there like you had something else to say. By the way, um, also going to throw this idea out there. I'm probably going to test this during preseason games of either right. doing like a quick post game podcast thing, or maybe just doing like a jump on the Twitter space. I feel like the Twitter space would probably be a better area yeah. for that. So we'll, we'll test that out during preseason games and see how that works. It might be a little hard when I'm not home and, you know, getting yelled at by family members, get off your phone, <laughs> but you know, we'll give it a try. Um, Kurt, you got anything you need to plug? Let people know where to find you. Find me at anything at Kurt underscore solo. Shout out to Han Solo. Um, I am, my, may or may not be making an appearance on one of Doug's Halloween podcasts coming up about a movie. I'll mm-hmm. let him spill the beans there um, on the Will Wonder uh, thread. Um, catch me on the Thoughts Inside Our Head podcast. That's going to be coming out shortly once my boy gets back from his first year anniversary trip in Mexico. Aww. And shout out to my wife who is probably going into labor any day now for child number two. So for Jazz Nation. Wow, Mazel talk to you and your family and all the plugs there. Well, uh, thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Jazz Nation podcast. Uh, jazz Na- I mean, Jazz Basketball is back, so this podcast is going to be back in full swing here. Um, we never really got a whole lot of guests on. Maybe we'll try and get some more guests on here in the season and talk more basketball. Well, but by we- the way, you talk about this team. We're not getting anybody on this show anymore. Well, you know, it's fine. <laughs> Jared Butler. Uh, I bet Crust Simone, how, what, hey, how do you say his last name? Say his way, name? His you disrespect wife, names. His wife started following me on Instagram, so there's a connection there. We could start maybe, maybe we'll just talk to all their wives. They have no idea of the crap I talk on their husbands. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyways, thanks so much for listening to the Jazz Nation podcast. Make sure you're liking, subscribing, telling all your friends and family to listen. You have a great day. Have a good night whenever you're listening. Go Jazz. Bye-bye.